for plebs, by plebs, dropping the Bitcoin only signal. Pleb underground. Welcome everyone to the Pleb Underground. Welcome back to Pleb Underground. Taking aback, a pleb underground. Making it back from the 305, feeling blessed to be alive. Skills that are mimetic, inherited, genetic, evolving like biology, new net worth, topology, not level nor insane. Rhymes on a plane, backpack on your back, son, time to run like Jackson. Watch the whole like bow, peep, mo money, mo sleep. No, it's not a biggie deal. Sleep deprivation is for real. No desperation, so don't steal. Back once again from an excellent trip, rocking the boat while writing the ship, rocking from the hotel, writing the rip. She's leaning back, inviting the tip. Take her out, she wants to dress up, hair on point later to mess up. Bitcoin is truth, come on now, fess up. Shoulders back, chin to God, bless up. She's stretching to stay limber, ready to receive the timber, waiting on her knees so not forsaken, wanting to be emotionally taken. Call it passion of the heist, impaled but not like Christ. Slaying without fronting, call it goodwill hunting. Looking jacked, all natty, no peds. Bitcoin is going off without their meds. Burning hot but prevailing with cool heads. Fuck shit coins, fuck the feds. Taking a chance but tails never fails. Round up the politicians and put them in jails. Time to abort, no time to right wrongs. I'm not short so my 100x longs. In Bitcoin, there's many that inspire. I'm blazing trees like a forest fire. Hot in here, AC higher, keep it cool. Corn to acquire. Using resources quickly is splurging. Rhymes used once are no longer virgin. Relaxing, relaxing, tasting the Dolce Vita. I need liquidity pool to live like Plandita. Only Jay got away with moving rocks like Stony. What is a pleb? Real talk, no fake, no phony. I want all the beef, but not in our crew. No corporate shills trying to milk you. Not skipping leg days so the calves are for real. Meet in the middle, the halves of the veal. At a time, call me the teacher. No messing on the rhyme, just Walton on the feature. Can't be a settler, don't be a reacher. Little sun on my skin, so dark and not bleacher. Eyes wide open, number one pupil. Open the can, loop pull. Bitcoin is voluntary, try not to force it. Path of liquidity, no need to force it. Gotta tap the root, dig deep and source it. Patent or open source it. What you can affect, cause it. Start it up, full power horse it. Affinity scammers always endorse it, like dash, 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 go max and morse it. Bought the ticket, now time for redemption. Fought the thicket, would I get an exemption? Brought the picket, white wood for the tension. Taught her to lick it, she's worth a mention. No MF doom, but still rhymes like dimes. Rhymes about the common times, rhymes about the common plebs. Music like Tidal, it flows and it ebbs. Walton again with pontifical lyricism, deriving facts with first principle empiricism. Welcome back to Pleb Underground. Taken aback. A pleb on the ground, making it back from the 305 and feeling blessed to be alive. Absolutely awesome, man. Fantastic rhyme. And joining us today, we have return guest, fellow Bitcoin pleb, Flacco. What's happening, my dude? Hey, man. I'm happy to be back on the show. Thanks for the invitation. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, man. Let's do it. Awesome. All right. Let's go. You heard him, Walton. Let's L move on. Apparently, this is what? like. This is a Super Bowl from like 10 years ago because Flacco touched down. Ooh, look at that. Oh Walton, Walton with the with, with the quick wit. All right. We are moving <laughs> on over to the numbers. The numbers, of course, brought to us by Time Chain Stats and Time Chain Calendar. 
Um, it was very cool to see Time Chain Calendar uh, featured on, on main stage. Uh, uh, one, one positive thing from the conference. Yeah, <laughs> that the hecklers during the ordinals uh, debate were yeah were those guys pretty those guys yeah Th those guys were great. Fuck <laughs> shit coins. At the time of this recording, the block height is seven hundred ninety one thousand five hundred twenty six. The Bitcoin price or the fiat Bitcoin exchange twenty six thousand four hundred forty. Total public lightning capacity five thousand three hundred forty three dot twenty three. Moscow time thirty seven eighty two. And the chain rewrite days, 722. Very uneventful, very uneventful. Uh, question. When do we think the fiat uh, price denominated in dollars will exceed the block height? May I That's chime a, in here? No, no, eventually, yeah, it'll happen. of course. It has to. But, but, but I'm saying, when will it happen? I, I did a poll like two years ago, and a whole bunch of people thought it would happen before 700,000 or 800,000 or 900,000 or, or even a million blocks. I don't think that's going to happen, probably. It's, I think it's okay. going to be a little bit later than that. You want to hear something crazy? Okay, so this is my theory for Bitcoin. Always has been ever since the first day I bought it. Bitcoin is going to $10 million by 2030. And it's undervalued at $10 million. Always undervalued, no matter what. I mean, I think it'll go to a million by 2030. No, $10, $10 million. million is, is pretty big. $10 million. I mean, I, ten, I mean, I don't think it's certainly, but like thinking mass printing and actually... The, the house price is 10x in that time as well. Is that what you're thinking? I'm just thinking 10 million. <laughs> no, no, but it, that doesn't mean anything. Like it, the whole point is, does it buy you, it, like is 10 million, you know what I mean? Like if the, a, a million dollar house these days is it, people used to think a million dollars was a lot. A million dollars yeah. in terms of what it buys you as a property in a lot of places, isn't that much anymore. Not that much, like, no. It's not a mansion yeah. anymore, right? Like a million dollars doesn't, isn't the kind of grand riches that no. you might have thought it was when you were a kid. That's no, true, it's not. Man. But you know what? To to add to some of this bullishness, take a look at this, guys, from Santiment Feed. Bitcoin's key large whale addresses, Tier, has been on a steady accumulation run over the past five weeks. And this is from May 16th, this post. Accumulating a combined 84,897 BTC during the time while prices are stagnant. Their previous accumulation cycle in January, prices jumped 34%. So explain this very easily, very easily. Uh, oh, this is oh. money flowing to exchanges to do swing trading because it's choppy. Very bullish. But my but the uh, the point is right. The point is is that when we exactly. go back to Walton's original right uh, original question as to when we cross right when when the fiat exchange crosses uh, the block height. Maybe it's sooner than we think. I, I think this is the this is kind of the thing about Bitcoin because it, you know, I, I remember back in 2017 and you know it was like, you know, it was below 1K. You know, it was below 1K. And then Bitcoin crossed a thousand for like the second time in its history. And people were sitting there going, You're gonna see that it's going it's going to 5K. And lo and behold. So what, what was the block height again? What was the block height again? Back then? No, no, what's the block height? Right now. Oh, the block height. Ah, oh, I already, I already closed. I already closed the screen. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, it, I think we're about another seven hundred ninety-one thousand five hundred twenty-six. We're about, we're about two hundred ten thousand blocks away from a million, right? So four years time. So what's this? Like May of twenty twenty-seven. Do we think it could hit a million by May twenty twenty-seven? It's not Definitely. impossible, but I think it's unlikely. I think, but 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 by the next halving, oh, it's like. 
next halving, and you know the next four year period after that, then you're like a twelve, sorry, one point two million block height. It definitely could do that. So yeah. I don't know between. I mean, if, between you really, yeah. if you really think about it, we're only like I think like three halvings in. It's very small. Years, right? Yeah, we're very small. Like the fucking thing goes to two thousand one hundred forty three. It's gonna go to a million easily in the next five six years for show. This is not financial advice. <laughs> yeah, do not do it's not right. trade. Um, it's going to a million for show. Um, yeah, use Bitcoin as a savings tool and learn more about Bitcoin. Uh, um, and 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 smash by as much as you fucking can. People go fucking wild and buy all the Bitcoin. Thank you. That's right. That is absolutely right. All right, guys. And and that is definitely not financial advice. Wink. All right, that wraps up the numbers, and we are going to move it on over to our guest discussion. The guest spot is brought to you by our new sponsor to the show. Welcome, CypherSafe, and check them out at CypherSafe.io. Guys, every single one of us has to store our seed. Paper is just not secure enough. So. I propose store your seed in the cipher grid, very high quality made by fellow Bitcoiners. And it comes with the punch tool. That's right. If you're looking for a gift, check out the Bitcoin Rolo triangle made of solid titanium and full of beautiful detailing. That's right. Check it out at cyphersafe.io. So as you guys know, Flacco is our guest, and he has brought on with him his partner at Ad Pretzel, and they are going to talk to us a little bit about what they do there. So Quake, super cool that you can join us for, for this portion of the show. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate you guys having me. Look forward Thank to actually uh, getting on here after the build. It's one thing to get the website, but now to get involved, it's a pleasure to be part of the community now. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, nobody knows that uh, our, our website's been redone yet. We haven't revealed oh, it. But it's all good. No, it doesn't matter because we're going to talk about it. And then, of course, Probably at some do. point, we're going to do the official, you know, the official uh, release of the uh, of the website. But anyways, guys, um, so we got we we as Pleb Underground enlisted your help to, you know, kind of build us a front end because we have YouTube and we also have our Substack. Right. And we want to have this unified front end. And I, I don't know Quake or Flacco, which one of you guys could answer this best, but tell us a little bit about what Ad Pretzel does. We'll start with Joe, that. Let, what does Ad Pretzel Quake, I'll do? Let you, I'll, let you, I'll let you take this away. Not a problem. Basically, what we do is anything, the digital that you don't understand, we're the guys to, to put it all together. So whether it be social media, we, we build graphics, we do design for websites, we do a bit of SEO, we do anything really digital, anything to do with the, the new tools coming to market. We see a lot of the AI push, we're integrating that into our aspect and to our platform as well. We're looking to also integrate cryptocurrency payments for Bitcoin through our building partners as yourselves. If, if ever there be a monetized system coming your way, to integrate Bitcoin payments into your website, Bitcoin payments into our website. So anything to do with that. So we're trying to build brands, build social media presence and get people's name out there. Very nice. Very nice. Awesome. So, oh, go ahead, Flacco. Yeah. The way I say it, the way I see it anyways, is for people who need more time on their hands, right? So let's say you're just too busy to do 
any social media brand building or you, you want a website or you want this, you, you just don't know what to do. Just give me a call and I'm going to save you hours upon hours upon hours upon end. And you can focus on what you're good at in your company and I'll take care of the rest. You want a website, you want social media, you want posts, you want custom graphics, you want anything you want. Just give me a call and I can help you out for sure. So it's going to save you a bunch of time. I love it. So look, let me ask you this. What is, uh, and again, this question is to, to both of you guys, whichever one of you want to answer it. But um, what would you say is the, uh, I guess, the biggest mistake uh, that you see from, you know, from people coming in and approaching you? And and again, I obviously I approached you guys for help. So, you know, yeah. like you, you can you can include even, you know, stuff that, you know, that we have. Uh, so don't, you know, don't don't leave that unturned. <laughs> If you have to dump on us, you can. But what is the biggest mistake <laughs> that you guys see uh, that that people make in terms of, I guess, uh, SEO and and social media presence, and then like why they're coming to you, I guess. Well, I guess I would have to say really the, the the what people really fail to realize is it is a step by step process. A lot of people expect things to happen overnight. They start from nothing and they expect it all to intertwine and connect the dots all within a short period of time. The truth behind anything is that if you don't work it and if you don't put the time and the effort to actually scaling anything by the step-by-step -step process, because jumping ahead will just take you backwards, in my opinion, sometimes you just have to put it in the professional's hands. We're all good at something. We all have our skills. We all have our talents. I'm not, I'm going to go to the plumber if I have something to do in my kitchen, so to say, I don't have that skill. I don't have that knowledge. So the biggest thing I have to say is a lot of the customers can be impatient in wanting it all to happen. A website doesn't happen overnight. A website that is really appealing to the public. We have to get results as well as a company coming into your business, trying to understand you because our job is to represent whoever our customer is. So the time we understand and adapt to your needs and wants is all a colliding process. So a lot of the times we can't even breathe. And like Flacco was mentioning earlier, is that as a business, you have to like delegate. You have to have somebody else take care of certain things so you yourself can focus elsewhere where your time is best served. So rather than getting involved in every little detail of your business, step back and overlook the general aspect. And that's where I feel people fail to see it. 100% agree, brother. And the thing is, after saying all that, when you tell somebody this, they just don't understand it. <laughs> Nobody understands. No, no, they, they like, still don't well, listen, right? So the thing is, is that then they go to somebody else, like a grifter or like a charlatan or whoever, a fucking scammer or whatever, and they promise them overnight results. They take the money and they just don't deliver. The difference with us, we actually fucking deliver you something, right? Here you go. This is what it is. It's going to take this much time. It's not just, hey, okay, give me like a retainer and I'll call you in five months. No, but a lot of people end up in that situation. It's kind of like, you know, uh, false promises and stuff like that. As we all know, uh, you know, shit coining and stuff like that. They offer you the fucking world, but it's all fucking vaporware. And I would say 90% of the agencies out there, they just pretend to be, okay, yeah, we'll do it for you. They're going to deliver you some fucking bullshit result and you'll never hear from them again. And that's 99% of the time, that's what people end up doing. And then when I tell them, they don't want to listen to me. So it's like, well, okay, <laughs> you know, just to say, right? That's 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 the, the sad reality of this of this business is that people give the 
the trust to the wrong people. They don't get the result that they want, and then they never work with anybody again. And that's and that's that's the thing we're, we're trying to change. And well, trying to change. That's the thing we're trying to help people understand that it's not overnight. And anybody who tells you overnight, they're just plain taking your money, right? So just to give you a little bit of a context of what happens when people don't listen, right? So I, I think that I think you hit the uh, the nail on the head because um, oh, we uh, we lost Walt in there, but uh, hopefully he'll he'll pop back in. Um, but yeah, essentially, what ends up happening, right, is that you tell somebody the truth and let's be honest, right? Most people don't really want to hear the truth. They, they just want to hear what it is that they want to hear. Right. Like it's, yeah. and, and they'll know when they hear it. Otherwise it, it's not going to work. And, and I remember this when I was, when I was working in my normie job, you know, I, I would go and provide a realistic timeline and yeah. I realized that that was a mistake. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's called, it's, so it's a mix of expectation setting, right. And, yeah and providing and communicating that, you know, the, the timeline. And I remember I would provide these timelines. I would explain all the work that was involved and they would still, upper management would still have me shave off like 40% of that timeline, even though it wasn't possible. And I would tell them, I would be like, you can do this, but the what you're going to get is not what you want. And I gotta be honest with you, nobody gives a shit which is interesting. <laughs> Nobody cares until you deliver them the thing that they didn't want. And then they care. Yeah. Well said. It's just exactly there's, there's, that a saying, there's actually a saying that really uh, resonates with this whole fucking thing we're talking about over here. It's called, uh, what the, how does it go again? You, it's harder to convince somebody they've been fooled than actually fooling somebody. So if the guy got fooled, out of his money or whatever, it's harder to convince the guy that he's been fooled than actually taking the money from him. So I think it's, it's one of the quotes I saw like a while back. I just remembered it stayed with me. Yeah. And, and, and that that is Brandolini's law that it takes more energy to refute bullshit than to produce it. All right. So you guys, yeah. you guys provide SEO services. Okay. So let's say, let's say uh, content creators, uh, you know, goes and enlists you guys. And again, I'm not going to make any assumptions as to, you know, the different types. Actually, you know what? Maybe that that's the first thing I'll ask you guys before I ask the follow-up question is, number one, what type of, I guess, like different uh, packages or I, I guess you would call them that, like different plans that you offer? And then my follow-up question would be to that, okay, so let's say somebody enlists you guys to to help out, you know, how realistically, right, like we were just talking about, how long do you ex uh, how long would you say somebody um, would have to would have to wait until they would start to see results provided that they are doing everything that is asked of them right in 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 the context of the social media and producing the you know the regular content well, really I mean, that question's to both of you yeah so for me <laughs> look for me it really it really would depend on on what you're asking for do you want to gain followers do you want uh, content to get you customers depends what your business is right so if you're mm -hmm. like a, let's say like you guys right if you're like a youtube creator or something like that right like you make videos or the, obviously you're not you don't have customers right so your goal is to get followers your goal is to reach a certain number and we're going to help you get there so but companies that like most of our clients right they like their businesses right so they don't care about followers they don't care about the only thing they care about is lead generation right so it really would depend on what you're looking for, right? And anything in this game, because 
for some weird reason, no matter how much AI you want to throw out there, no matter how many years the internet's been out there, tech is the most fucking horrible thing to work with because everything fucking breaks all the time, right? It's very, very slow. <laughs> so let's just start. So let's say the first, I would say the timeline for me to actually see a progression for whatever you're looking for is usually about three months. For me, that's what I've seen over the past, let's say, uh, you know, I've been doing this for about uh, you know, over three years. So about that time, that's what I've seen. I've seen the three month after the three month mark, you start rolling. You start seeing what you want. You start getting the followers. You start getting the phone calls. You start getting this. You start getting whatever you want. To me, that's what I've seen, right? But maybe Quake could explain a little bit more technical than me because I just, you know, spurt shit out of my mouth. So <laughs> it's not <laughs> far just, off. It's not far off. It's good. It's good. Honestly, to add on to what he said. What we do, damage control. Walking in the door, we do damage control. Yeah, we control. walk in and we see where are they standing. I uh, We've walked in with companies that you walk in and they have color schemes that are off. It's, it, it's stupid to say it's the finer details that actually make the biggest difference in the overall image of a brand, a name. Um, when I first met you guys, I said there was something very familiar about your, your logo and I really loved it right off the bat. And I felt I communicated with it but you resonated that same logo across your entire identity. Easy start for us. I came in, I already knew what you guys were doing. I'm not taking 10 directions. I'm not coming in doing one post that's pink and the next one is, is dark green and one is brown. Because in this game, it's how many times can you get eyeballs on your product? The bigger corporations, okay. Majority of people aren't going to get there, but they say three times a day is where you're supposed to see. And you're supposed to see Coca-Cola three times in one day before you actually buy that Coca-Cola. And that's where we have to come in, evaluate, say, okay, how many agency passed before us? How much of a mess did they do? Did they follow the script? Did they follow the guidelines? Did they create the brand before trying to sell the product that the next guy's going to rip off? Because let's face it, in today's world, nothing is sacred anymore. You have a good idea, the next person comes, takes it, and runs with it. It's his own. So the reality is we have to stand out. What myself and Flacco have been trying to do is we go for the smaller business. We go and we establish our value. We're bringing actual value to, to customers because we've walked in the door and we see that they've been take, getting taken for, for 50%, 60% of their profit of what they agreed with a customer, and they got nothing in the end. What do we do? We come in at a smaller price, smaller price point, which is more available for the little guy who's trying to start up because to close somebody who's already established is very, very difficult. You're dealing with an established business. They don't want to hear from you. They don't want to deal with you. They're comfortable. Coming in to give opportunity to the little guy, you're part of the growth. You see the result. You're proud of it, of what you do. And in the end, like we started with you, by the end of it, you're, we're, we're going to be taking all your sats. We're coming for that Bitcoin. <laughs> uh -oh. We're going to establish that trust I'm and get trouble. you guys nice and comfortable. <laughs> but eventually, as, as you guys grow, you're going to want to do the extras and get us involved to see where we can help you guys. And likewise, and say, hey, get, put your touch on it. And every business is different. I might have to tailor some, some something to a Bitcoin newsletter, You guys, as you guys are doing with some content creation and articles. It might be a highly competitive market. So our main job is, like I said, damage control and actual research. That's the key to any success. Pretty much, yeah. In this business. Can, Just can like I anything. just query one thing? 
Um, the, the, the statistic, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a numbers kind of guy. Like the, the statistic of you have to see Coca-Cola three times in the day before you buy it. I think, I think what you mean is that on average, a, a customer like is exposed to three images per day per purchase on average. Not, not like it's a prerequisite for that to happen. No, no, of course not. But you, you exactly correct. Like it has to be seen, whether it be the name, the, the a picture, or just hearing in a conversation. Like you a multiple of the impressions for purchase. Correct. It's like when you walk in, like for me, like when you walk inside like a grocery store, you're going down the aisle. And you see Coca-Cola one time. Let's just take Coca-Cola because we're talking about Coca-Cola. You see it once. Ah, fuck it. You're walking back on the other aisle. You see it again. And then you're walking back out to pay. You see it the third time. Well, most people will probably buy it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't drink Coke, but whatever. I'm just saying, right? It's very it's something like that. By yeah, the third I, time, you're like, they didn't put the cocaine back in, but I'll take it anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. But in the case of Coca-Cola, like everything, right, it's – it. I mean – before it was cocaine, but then everybody just got addicted to the sugar, you yeah, know, exactly. so it's, exactly. <laughs> they're just addicted to that. It doesn't even matter anymore. Um, but I, I do know some people who on the plus who, side, they no longer hmm? give heroin to like or opium to like small children to shut them up as they did in Victorian times. So, you know, there's, there's some progress. <laughs> there, there is but but there is still evidence of people of of people giving of people giving kids uh, whiskey for for toothaches. So. <laughs> That's, for some reason, that that still happens. It works, <laughs> even though it's not the right thing to do. Okay, so guys, I mean, um, it cleans it like probably a little bit. That's, that's I mean, it is work. antiseptic, right? Yeah, you know, it's antiseptic. Yeah. A little bit of a buzz. No, this is I yeah. Th where this is not advice. <laughs> this is not proper I mean, advice. Children with alcohol, <laughs> we do not. We do not. Con uh, we definitely condemn that sort of behavior. Yeah, totally. Um, so here, I'm going to ask you guys uh, one more question uh, before I'm done, unless. Uh, Walton might have another question after that, but okay. What do you guys, what do you guys, um, see? Uh, this might just be to quake, uh, as well. I, yeah. I don't know, but, um, what do you guys see as kind of like the, the most challenging aspect of, of your business in terms of dealing with the, uh, the tech, you know, like in, in my case, I come from a technical background and um, for me, you know, like I, th there was always problems with upgrades and issues with DLL files, for example, you know, like you'd end up with an older DLL and all of a sudden a certain function wouldn't work. Now you guys are dealing with, I feel like a lot of APIs, you know, like you're dealing with WordPress, like what causes you guys the most headaches? Yeah, that's definitely a quick question. Me, I don't know shit. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> On my end, it's, um, Walking, like I was saying, when you're walking into somebody's WordPress and you're dealing with their websites and you simply want to put things up to date, any little minor detail can break it. So you can, like, even on your website alone, I spent an enormous amount of hours on a random bar that would not disappear. And I raged and I could not find it for the life of me. Excuse me. Sorry. I have a dog here. I started barking. I, I could not find it. And you never know sometimes that, and like, it could be the simplest of things. That is tech. It could be right in your face and it'll take you hours and hours before you find that that answer and you say, oh my God, I can't believe I just, I knew this already. That is the so worst. So a lot of it is just trial and error and poking around. And sometimes it's also the overworked. We, we get tunnel vision in, in, in this field of work. When you get started, I mean, uh, if you've built anything in your life, once you get started, the hours don't count, the daylight doesn't come, the, nor does it go. 
you just stare and stare and stare and you lose focus. Sometimes it is good to breathe and come back to something and be like, okay, that, okay, now it makes sense. I completely yeah. agree. Oh, go ahead. I'm just going to, I'm going to add in here. Okay. There's one service that I do exclusively for people that want it. And it's something that Quake's not involved in, but I do. It is part of the whole uh, ad pretzel thing. I do do e-commerce management. This is something that I love to do. Like Quake loves to build websites, all that stuff. One thing that I enjoy apart from, you know, the whole, the whole agency and everything that we're doing, right, is really taking care of people that want to start up Amazon stores. And you want to talk about tech that breaks and stuff like that, get behind an Amazon dashboard. You're going to fucking croak for the amount of upgrades and things that these guys do daily. You have a problem on your Amazon store. You can't just fix it. Out. It's like you got to go through a whole seven-week process to, like, you know, fix it and shit like that. But that's one thing that I do offer to people that are ever looking for guidance or if everyone is like they're just bored or they want to start an Amazon store, I pretty much do a full management of e-commerce for people that want it. All right. So yeah, just to, just to add that in there, this is something that I do personally that I love extremely. And yes, the tech is fucking long behind this fucking dashboard. So I know exactly who's talking about. Like I had to fix up a product the other day for somebody took me four weeks Right, because you have to always call. Uh, you have to call Amazon. You got to do this. You got to do that. You have to send a case log. They fix it for you, but if you don't talk to them, well, you're done. Right. So there's a whole process behind this whole thing, and I'm pretty sure it's the same way with WordPress. Right. So that's uh, and to each our strengths, which is why I let him do the talking with Amazon. <laughs> Everybody has he their specialty, the right? Of Amazon. <laughs> Everybody has it. Everybody hates it, bro, dude. I don't mind it. Got to say so. <laughs> Well, I really appreciate that. Walton, uh, do you have any final questions for uh, for the segment? Um, I assume you guys don't work for shitcoiners. For shitcoiners? No. no. No, we're a startup right now. We're dealing Very with roofers. Oh, we work for USD there, Walton. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, as in, like, you're not, you're not pushing, you're not, you're not doing, you're not, you're not doing these services for unethical businesses, is my point. No, no, no. This is this is people that uh, you know that just reach out, like friends, friends, and stuff like that. Like our main, uh, it's pretty much businesses, like you know, blue collar businesses, stuff like that. I would say you know, plumbers, roofers, uh, beauty salons, stuff like that. No, uh, no, uh, no people, fucking. People we're building who, it outside of crypto work. entirely. We're building it completely yeah, outside of we crypto. Don't, we, don't, we don't, we don't, reach out people to the Solana Foundation. Work. Yeah, <laughs> we don't reach out to the fucking <laughs> Solana Foundation and ask them to fucking give them their money. You know, they have a phone like for now. you. They have a phone for you if you do. <laughs> exactly, right? Like, no, I don't, no, there won't I don't be any pretzel call, coin uh, anytime soon. That's for sure. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't cold call Dan Larimer, you know, if that's a oh, God. Well, not really. <laughs> oh, God. Steam and EOS. All right, guys. Guys, that wraps up the, the guest segment. And um, how, do people, how do people find you? How do people get in touch with AdPretzel if they want your services? AdPretzel.com. You can find you us me there. on Twitter, son. Uh, or you could go on adpretzel.com. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, we are going to add that in the show notes so people can get in touch with you if they would like and learn more. Wrecked is brought to you by representltd.com. Check them out. Use the code PLEB Underground for 10% off. Represent sponsored our Miami event. Taco Plebs, take a look at the shirts. Limited edition, 
awesome quality. Like I said, use the code PLEB Underground for 10% off, and that's at representltd.com. All right, guys, we got a couple, a couple of little things to look at for Rekt. First one is a tweet from Mike Duddis. Metaverse landowners wrecked. Oh my gosh, Bitcoiners couldn't have seen this one coming. So here we go, guys. Uh, Metaverse land prices then and now. Eee, that doesn't look good. So here we go. These are all the, I guess, the, the most popular uh, quote-unquote metaverses. And for the people who don't know what the metaverse is, it's, it's fake land. Uh, it's digital fake land that that you buy that you don't really own that can be recreated a million times over and over again and is completely pointless. But for some reason, for some reason, people want to do this. Well, take a look, take a look. Decentraland, there you go. Top Metaverse land prices, 2022 versus 2023. You were paying 5.24 ETH and now 0.64. That that is pretty freaking brutal. And I mean, I, I you know, I, I hate saying, you know, we told you so, but the reality is, is that that is the perfect example of the greater fool. Um, nobody, I mean, nobody's thinking that land is scarce. I, you know, I have a friend um, that, that does this type of stuff. And, and he was telling me, you know, he's like, oh, he's buying all these, you know, he's buying all these boroughs and stuff like that in, in New York. And I'm like, but, but you're not buying anything. You're not getting anything. And then I'm like, what if some other platform goes and makes the same city? And of course they do, right? So you have a New York in like 50 different platforms. Why does anyone care? Anyways. A few months ago, we, we covered that someone spent $330,000 on a four-bedroom house with a pool in the metaverse in Miami. Now, uh, yeah. Uh, and there was also some guy that sold a kidney for an NFT. Um, Shitcoiners do, do crazy things. Um, Nothing surprises me anymore. Um, is it is it surprising that things that aren't actually scarce but pretend to be start decreasing in value over time? Not really. Yeah, I know. It's you know what? It, it's like it's unsurprising, but I, I feel like we have to report on it because that way we can give people that you know that counter narrative because otherwise you know it's it's always just these pie in the sky phony numbers and. All kinds of BS, and so we just got to bring people back to reality, right? Exactly. Flacco, any uh, any thoughts on this before we move on to the next rect? Yeah, I just want to talk about like the whole uh, you know this whole metaverse or whatever. It, I find that it kind of goes in levels. So if we go back to let's say you know 2013, you know even before that, like we just start just BTC, that was great. Then like the first level was kind of like altcoins. You kind of got like Feathercoin and fucking Namecoin. Then you had Litecoin. And, then, okay, great. Then after that, a little bit later, you know, it starts becoming ICOs. And then with the ICOs developed 2020, and then the NFT started, uh, sorry, 2019, Metaverse started, uh, uh, digital land started with Decentraland. And then that fucking faded away. Then after that was DeFi. And then that's another layer. And a layer after that is uh, NFTs after that. And it's just, always something to just announce ordinals and stamps and fucking this and that. And like, you don't know what the hell's going on. So for me, this is complete fucking garbage because it's too, too fucking time consuming, man. <laughs> you know, it's like, Isn't so, it? Isn't like it just so ridiculous? Overload. It's information overload. That's the and whole, for what? That's, that's what I think. That's what I think. I think the whole thing is for, let's say, 
the the creators or like the, the grifters or whoever like the shitcoin creators for these actual projects they fucking do it on purpose to information overload people that have no idea what the fuck is going on so they're just buying whatever and they get rugged or the rug goes on long enough that they get rugged and like let's say a year later or whatever right i'm just saying it's just an information overload fucking protocol that absolutely has no value whatsoever and moving forward after that in the end it really is just btc right so now btc is getting infected with uh you know uh fucking uh, uh, the nfts and all that bullshit i don't know what the fuck is going to come out of it but it, it went into fucking bitcoin it's like it infected it's all it's like just bullshit right so in the end you yeah. just gotta stack them sats and that's it you know that's exactly right man you know it's i mean this is all this is all just noise and and actually you were talking about the bs guys uh, as this is all happening we we can't forget there's unfortunately still infrastructure that is falling apart and that's the next piece of our wrecked segment i have never heard of this before but Anyways, let's dive into it. Unbanked to close after being left hanging by investor. Crypto fintech firm Unbanked, which provides crypto custody and payment services, has become the latest firm to close shop while citing a harsh regulatory environment for crypto in the United States. To state it bluntly, U.S. regulators are actively trying to stop companies, banks, and fintechs from supporting crypto assets even when the companies are trying to do it correctly and by the book. Unbank's decision to wind down operations comes despite the firm inking major deals with other companies in recent months, including a partnership with payments giant MasterCard. The co-founder said the firm had been expecting $5 million in funding injection, but still hasn't materialized. Kane and Goldman said they believe this is a result of the regulatory climate for crypto in the U.S., which ultimately limited Unbank's ability to raise capital and run a self-sustaining business. The firm has urged its clients to begin with the withdrawal of all funds as soon as possible. Unbanked hasn't been alone in this plight. On May 23rd, Lightning Network Payments firm dubbed Bottle Pay also closed its doors. With all services to completely shut down by June 24th, it did not provide a reason for the closure. And I just want to point out before I wrap up this piece of uh, of wrecked. Um, I just want to point out Bottle Pay. There's some people who may not know Bottle Pay existed back in 2019. I, I remember they actually won the first Lightning, um, the first Lightning Boltathon. Okay, uh, one of those hasn't taken place in a few years now. But um, for the people who don't know, there was uh, essentially this competition called the Boltathon, and Bottle Pay actually won the uh, the first one. And they were extremely popular and they shut down back in 2019, retried again and are now being shut down again. So, so look, we are definitely, we are definitely very early in this space. Okay. Um, and obviously, obviously, you know, we're, we're Bitcoin only, but my point is, is that even though we're not hearing about these other institutions that are falling apart, there is still a lot of there's still a lot of money that is drying up and apparently apparently the carnage isn't over now what's what's interesting is you would have thought that these smaller organizations maybe would have been the first ones to go but instead it was the much bigger ones to to blow up so what are your you know like what are your thoughts on that 
You know, like, I mean, think about it, right? FTX, Luna, Celsius, like all these massive ones blew up first. And now you're hearing about these, you know, these little ones. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to diminish their, you know, the issue that they had. Um, but, you know, just kind of going by the wayside, does does it even matter? Is it just, you know, like, I, I think that this is just FUD to scare people away. And the reason, that was the reason why I showed the bottle pay piece was that, look, this company died in 2019 and came right back again and died again. So does it even really matter? Or is this all just noise? All right, Flacco, I'll start with you and then uh, we'll go to Walton. Well, man, I think that nobody has any money. <laughs> That's honestly what it comes down to. Simple. So, Everybody's broke. Yeah, no, what I mean, like these companies, right? Like FTX, right? Okay, let's, you said FTX was a big one that failed. And I remember that obviously back in November. Okay, they say that they have Bitcoin, they say that they got this, they say they got that, but in the end, they got absolutely nothing. So anybody could shut down the doors at any time. So if you have any significant amount of money on there, I would highly recommend that you withdraw it as soon as possible before these announcements kind of come out. Like BottlePay is a lightning service, I remember. Yeah. It did, uh, was it? Was that the thing that did the uh, the torch? Remember that, the torch? The lightning torch, where everybody yes. on Twitter yes. did it? Absolutely. I don't, know if it was, I don't know if it was processed through BottlePay or uh, something Bo else, right? Bottle pay, I, I feel like bottle pay, I feel like they got big around then, but I'm trying to remember the service that everybody was using back then. Oh, no, that was uh, Tippin' Me. Never mind. With the taco Tippin', there? that's right. Yeah, Tippin.me, yeah. so, that's right. Okay, so, all right, so forget that. Yeah. So bottle pay, right? So it's a custodial lightning channel. You can just shut down the doors anytime you want. Right. So if you have, let's say if you wanted to, look, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not an expert. I'm not a technical fucking genius in this, but I do know that lightning channels requires you to run a node, open up a channel with some sort of liquidity in there. Right. And you could close it anytime you want. So anybody that's passing uh, payments through the lightning network is going to probably pass through bottle pay or pass through tipping.me or pass through anybody that's open. Cause I'm assuming that's how it works. Never looked into it that much. But you're going to send the lightning payments going to go through all the fucking nodes that are open. And if you're storing it on a custodial wallet, like let's say bottle pay, right. And if they decide to just shut it down, well, you're fucked. Right. So same thing with big banks, same thing with anything. You have your money somewhere while well, it's at your own risk, right? You don't control the keys. It all comes back down to your own money. Right. The only thing that could really, uh, you know, save you from all this is uh, learning how to fucking use a hardware wallet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, that's the way I see it. Anyway, to me, the biggest thing for me in the Signing Bitcoin device. space. Signing device. And your yeah. own nose. For me, for me, seriously, for me, the biggest thing that uh, I plant my feet into in Bitcoin is learning how to secure yourself. Like, you have to learn how not to get fish. Don't put your fucking seed in, the, in a browser and so on and so forth. That was, to me, that was the most important thing ever because nobody wants to lose money. And I still think it's the most important thing ever. So, yeah, very well said. I, I think that, you know, even though we always harp on the self-sovereignty, I, I feel that for some reason it, it still gets, it still gets overlooked. It's like the, it's, yeah. it's like the easiest thing to overlook just because everybody's so used to the third parties, right? The counterparty. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, it's okay. I trust them. Walton thoughts on this. I, I can, I now sleep way better. Like I, I, I now sleep fewer hours and feel more rested because, because uh, I have, I'm able to hold, you know, my store of value. Um, um, I mean, not, it's not that complicated. Like buy Bitcoin, uh, use signing devices, preferably, I think, I mean, I have a huge multi-sig fan. And actually, I'm going to be talking more about that uh, a little bit later in Hopium. 
um, you know, run your own node again. And we'll be talking about that a little bit later. Um, and, and also, what does this say here? What does that say? What does that say? It says, I think it says fuckshitcoins.com. Fuck right. So yeah, please, please head on over, like, and subscribe. Very nice, very nice. Okay, we're gonna wrap we're we're gonna wrap up wrecked with with this debate right here because you were talking about securing securing your value. Here we go, guys. The bits versus sats debate. Adam Adam may have dealt. Porque no los dos. You can have <laughs> both, guys. Like it's. I think it's like I, I I'm I I kind of like. No, Walton. Again, you want to know what the smallest one is, but also like people are used to using like dual denominated, right? Like. Like pounds and pence, dollars and cents, whatever it is, like you, you know, right, which guys. are a hundred multiple of each other. So I don't know. At some point, it makes sense to use both. He may, he may have dealt the. I, I get that we can use both, but at the same time, look at what he just did, man. I think he just kind of flipped the debate on its head. Bits came before sats, and indeed, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still not so comfortable with bits, and and sats don't actually exist. So. There's a great meme of, you know, stop trying to make it happen. And the best use of that is for not groovels and bits. All right. I'm still, yeah, I'm, I'm still a sats person. I, I'm, I'm still a sats person. Um, but that, that's just from, uh, that, that, that's just from habit. That's just from habit. All right, guys, that wraps up wrecked and we are moving on over to the whole Next, we have Hopium sponsored by CryptoCloaks. CryptoCloaks are um, uh, a pioneer in 3D printing technology uh, for a whole bunch of Bitcoin gear. Um, I, I, it was a pleasure to meet uh, Rick once again in, in Miami. And this time I, I, I acquired some of his merchandise. Um, I, I got the, the Miami Vice uh, coaster, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. I like very very nice, very very nice. And that was a, that was a freebie. So thank you. Uh, but I also um, purchased a couple of very cool things. Um, I bought I bought a node case, um, the 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 metal Triton. And then some someday I'm gonna learn how to use the IKEA like instructions to build it. Um, when I when I've worked out the time to do it. Uh, but I also I was excited about this, which is the uh, the Genesis block um, like side plate for the for the node. Um, very cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I do believe um, these things are relatively easy to construct. I haven't quite worked it out yet, but I, I will do soon. Uh, and if not, I'm sure uh, Rick, Rick will, will talk me through it. Um, he probably won't. Uh, but I'll, I'll work it out. I'll work it out. It can't be that difficult. Uh, so thanks, Rick. Uh, oh, oh, if you if you want to buy all this sort of stuff, if you head over to CryptoCloaks.com or CryptoCloaks.co.uk and use the code PLEB Underground uh, and you'll get some sort of deal. CryptoCloaks. I have three stories for you guys this week. First story, which I'm not going to dive into too deeply, um, which probably is the most bullish news from the conference, is something called ARC. Now, um, it, it seems to be um, a proposal for um, a rather exciting layer two um, that would um, essentially have some benefits of lighting, lightning, but without um, the kind of requirement for, for channels um, in the same sort of way. Um, I, I don't understand enough about it. I'm not going to try and explain enough about it here. Um, I encourage people to to read more. But one thing um, that is noted by some members of the Bitcoin community is that there is no software um, for this uh, at this moment in time. Um, and, and some people have noted um, that for this sort of thing to happen, 
Um, we do need uh, BIP 119, BIP 119 CTV um, to, to be activated um, and, and it being better than something called APO. Now, again, I'm now, I'm now quoting beyond, beyond my understanding here, but um, there, there would be some, some additional um, steps to happen before something like this can happen. And actually the software is not, not there yet anyway, not quite in the spirit of Satoshi. There is a Telegram group. Uh, we'll add that to the show notes for the people who want to join the uh, the Arc Telegram group. I uh, I also picked up on this a couple of days ago, and I was like, "What is this?" So I, I read through it. It's very interesting. It essentially what happens is is that um, you end up with a virtual uh, UTXO or a VUTXO or VTXO, and um, it's a um, it's it's considered it's complete it's considered to be you know off chain and a from what i understood a one to one peg to whatever bitcoin that you put um but of course there is no token so to speak right like you can't go and buy a bunch of vutxo so if somebody tries to scam you into like buying some you know vutxo token it's not real it's not <laughs> this has nothing to do with arc um and the reason why i'm explaining this is because when lightning first came out okay back in 2018 of course, some shitcoiner shit created. That's yeah. right, created LBTC, okay, which was not was like there was something called uh, Om Omnicron came out. There was, yeah. there was the shitcoin existed before, uh, you know. So, so just don't don't get fooled by this. There is no there is no shitcoin, okay. This is another L2, which seemingly is going to be competing against uh, against Lightning. So this. You know, this is going to be very interesting. I think it's going to be very interesting because I, I do think that, hey, look, even though even though Lightning Channels, even though this is a good solution and it does work, um, it is it is cumbersome, right? It, it's not the same thing as just installing a Bitcoin wallet and sending somebody a payment. Yes, you can do that with a custodial version of it. Okay, but if you want to have your node and you want to have a wallet connecting to your node, you're already getting into a bit more of a technical realm. And I mean, don't get me wrong, but that's the argument for the people saying, hey, how do we onboard the next million? You know, how do we onboard the next 10 million? Well, that that's kind of part of the argument, right? So I think ARC sounds like an interesting idea. Obviously, like you said, there is no there's no real platform out there yet. And I, I do recall there's two BIPs that are needed. The one you mentioned and another one. I just don't remember what the number is. Um, but those two are required before this can actually start to take form. So more than likely, we're talking about it right now. Um, but I think that we're most likely only going to see anything uh, tangible out of this in, let's say, maybe one to two years. Just my opinion. Flacco, any uh, any thoughts on ARC? Have you seen anything about this, or is this the first you see of it? This is the first I see of it, but it does sound super cool. Since right. we're on the subject of uh, you know layer twos and stuff like that, any innovative idea that could not fucking rub you is fantastic. Um, but since we are again, since we are talking about layer two, I want to just elaborate one thing. I want to like deviate from ARC. I want to talk about something that's not talked about a lot. And I want to talk about the liquid network. I don't know if anybody ever heard of it. I think that this is a fantastic yes. layer. So I never tried it myself, right? But it's been Liquid's out. Liquid's a shitcoin. Long... Is it? You've got, to, you've got to have permission from the foundation to peg out. Now, there are liquid lightning swaps, which um, are permissionless. 
Um, but still, you, there's got to be liquidity for that. Um, I, oh, yeah, I, I don't know. know. I'm, I'm I not, thought I'm it was a skeptic uh... because because the, again, the foundation theoretically could could uh, collaborate and prevent you from 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 pegging out. Um, it's unlikely that it it would happen, but um, there's, ah, okay. there's a chance. Never yeah. mind that. I just thought it because it was made by Blockstream or whatever, and that it was a pretty good company. So yeah, there's about anyway. fourteen. I think fourteen. I want to say it's fourteen. I might be right, but it's in the it's in the it's, it's certainly on the twenty um, federation members that essentially. Um, yeah. Okay, so fuck it. It's a shit coin. It's, 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 it's a little bit <laughs> sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's, um, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I, I bolts with a with a with a Z bolts with a Z if you if you speak no I never English. I just um, saw bolts it. um have have lightning liquidity sorry lightning liquid swaps um, oh, okay so no so idea. yeah if if you do want to use liquid uh, maybe maybe it. consider you know but some people go oh but liquids say better than lightning because um at least you can self custody liquid um I always have mixed thoughts about liquid yeah, yeah I just, I'm, I just, I'm not, I'm just mixed right like. Because well, I don't really so, understand why you need to use it. Like, why? Yeah, do like, need why? To use liquid. No, but not like, only that, why? right? But who? So, what has? I, I mean, to my knowledge, it's just companies that that attempt to use it. Um, but like, nobody is issuing. I mean, nobody's really used it for quote unquote shit coining, right? Because you have to peg yeah, in. Yeah. You have to peg in your BTC number one, number two. Um, I don't see how you can rug everyone, and then the federation will just allow you to pull out your bitcoins <laughs> i just like i think there's like to a certain extent i just don't get the and and again it's just because i'm probably more of a fool right like i don't get the why behind liquid i just don't get it right Got it. i've always done transactions yeah. on l1 i still always yeah. will probably so <laughs> you know like I the first like layer lightning. man i just I like okay lightning, just give your btc all, address all and i'll send it over lightning. to you sorry walton you were saying you like lightning but, but I mean, there, you know, there's, there's, there's sovereign ways to do it. You got to run your own node. Um, it is a bit more of a responsibility. Um, but, but I do think it's, I do think it's useful, especially you know when you've got high fees. If you're running, if you're running your own node with channels, you you can do payments cheaper than you know other people. Um, yeah. Because you don't have to do it on chain, or you know use use some sort of lightning uh, liquidity service provider or whatever they're called, lightning service provider. Um, but I think Arc is very, very exciting if if yeah. it can uh, be enabled. I think it, what's what's very interesting is I think um, it's it's flipping um, a whole bunch of uh, Bitcoiners' opinions on things like CTV. It, it, it's it because I had mixed opinions on CTV before. I I certainly heard you know strong uh, advocation from from very um, some Bitcoiners that I very much respect like. Uh, Reendahl and, and Shinobi, um, you know, that have good technical understanding, but and that, but now it's kind of oh well, CTV would would need to be activated for something like Arc. Um, Arc has a whole bunch of benefits beyond beyond Lightning in terms of kind of um, the you know not having to kind of manage channels in the same way that you can uh, that you can essentially gain additional privacy um, through Arc as well. Um, all, always. Um, something that you know should should be promoted um yeah i i'm totally uh when i saw arc i was just like wow this is looking this looks very interesting and i'm excited to see you know what comes of it so phil up next on the hopium we have um my one of my favorite what do you want to call them wallet coordinators something like this um a, 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 an app uh, that enables you to create wallets um by combining a bunch of different sign devices 
um you know in, in, so create multi-sig um wallets um i think the best app the best mobile first app for multi-sig uh nunchuck um and what excited me this week um is that actually you can you can do it um connecting it to your own node as well so uh, you can have a you could essentially set up your your relatively noob uh family members with multi-sig on their phone and have their phones pointed at a node that you run and then they're not at least you know using a third-party node which i think is kind of revolutionary because it, it, you do being able to do I mean, nunchuck already enabled people to do mobile first multi-sig with nfc you don't even need to do anything with sd cards you don't even need to use usb cables you can you know you can hold up cold cards and and, and tap signers and other devices to two mobile devices and, and sign things with with nfc in in a way that is so normally friendly um and being able to do it in a as multi-sig means you can make it more secure and add redundancy um especially if you want to kind of help support them in in that multi-sig you know whether you want to create for example you could create like a two of four multi-sig um and you and you and um i don't know you you have two keys and they have two keys or or, or you know there's in a way that um you know one person i mean you're trusting in that way in that way but generally there's different ways that you can kind of set up um multi-sigs that mean that you can you can have more or less trust between different sorts of parties um and and i think anything that that enables people to take people to help their their family members their friends um who aren't so technical take their coins off ex in an exchange in a way that means that they can be you know happy with the security and the redundancy and now the privacy because they can have it pointed at your node instead of just a um you know the, a, a, a third party node like like nunchuck you know they, they make a great a great product but if you're running just the app on its own and um, you're using you're using their node and so there is there is some you know privacy leak there um i think this is uh yeah very very exciting very exciting news what are your thoughts guys yeah, I uh, I'm a big fan of what Nunchuck is doing. I you know don't get me wrong, I don't know enough about multisig, and that that's my own you know my own mistake. So huh? I've never used single sig confession. I felt more I felt more secure more... going from a, from an exchange to a two or three multisig right away. Of the but right away because of the redundancy aspect i don't didn't like that oh i've only got one key that seems dangerous to me i don't like it so i was like I, i'm gonna go i think multi honestly and, and I, I just never look back that's awesome multi -sig is oh really crazy it. If, if you want redundancy um which to me is, is 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 the kind of the big worry with with taking self-custody of oh i've got this like one thing if i fuck it up it's it, you know i'm wrecked well no you don't if you if you're running if you're doing multi-sig if you, you can fuck up one of them and it's okay it's okay. and, you see, and you see that this is this is the great this is the great part, right? Is that everybody has different comfort levels and and everybody sees it in a different way. So that's very interesting that you went straight to multi-sig. I, I know some other people also that that don't have any single sig. They they just right away, you know, it, it just it made sense to them in in their minds. It's right. You feel more comfortable with that with that process flow in my case i find it like oh like for me it's complicated right when it doesn't need to be and i just have this this one thing but to your point right on like nunchuck. what on nunchuck it's so easy what redundancy do i have you know it, it's oh. like that's the point right like so it, it's that's the trade-off i'm willing to you know that's the trade-off i'm willing to take
like so. for me, for me, I like for the part of this is a great question, great segment actually about security and stuff like that. To me, the best thing for anybody, if someone is going to come after your coins or someone is going to try and fish you, it's all about the amount of layers that you actually do have before they could actually get to your coins, right? So let's say you got, I don't wish this upon nobody, obviously, right? But you're fucking putting your keys into a fucking, uh, you know, into into into, the, into a website that you thought it was, let's say, your, uh, your hardware wallets thing. So they successfully got your, but let's say... You have a multi-sig, right? They need two of them or three of them or four of them, right? It's all about the amount of layers. Then passphrases, stuff like that. That also helps a lot, which I totally recommend. It's fucking something that's like an underdog inside the fucking Bitcoin space and like the whole fucking security aspect. A passphrase will fucking save your life. I don't give a shit what you say. You could have 15 fucking thresholds for a multi-sig. If it's not backed up by a passphrase, you have all your coins on, let's say, a fucking UTXO or a fucking private key by having an actual uh passphrase you could store majority of your coins inside your fucking brain you could actually have a real brain wallet without having to remember 12 words right so to me i think that's actually very important as well that i totally recommend people look into just can't forget your passphrase not forget all your fucking coins so and and to your point right that that was the uh that was the only way to mitigate the uh the treasure hack with yeah uh, you know exactly. with, with with the voltage um what, what's it called there? The, uh, the voltage fluctuation. The only, exactly. the only way is if you have a passphrase, well, they can do that. They, you know, they can do can't all the, the voltage phrase. flickering they want. They don't have your passphrase. Yeah. So exactly. it, Something it's interesting. That's under, under, underlooked for sure. Yes. I'm telling you, bro. It's like, you know, Agreed. and one more thing that's underlooked is uh, another form of multi-sig, which I'm a big fan of as well. It's older. It's like from the eighties. Uh, fucking cold card has it and Trezor actually. Uh, Shamir secret sharing. Totally fucking sick, man. I, totally you know, sick. I don't know yeah, enough totally about sick. that. Yeah. Totally sick. Ah, same thing like multi-sig. You just set your thresh, uh, your threshold of how many, uh, you know, slithers of your key that you need to unlock. So let's say you make 16 fucking keys and you only need four of them out of the 16 to unlock your stuff. You could take any of the four out of the 16, go in, got your coins, but you could even back that up with a passphrase. So you're like three, four, five, six layers in. Oh, wow. So it's going to be like anybody, man. Like it's going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? Like that has a thousand fucking keys lying around, you know, or whatever. So just the more work, uh, you know, hackers and stuff need to do, the easier they back off. Right. So that's uh, like, it's not like a fucking Chrome extension on fucking MetaMask or whatever, some bullshit. Right. So that's easy. So yeah. For, for for people that are looking to fish you anyway so totally something to look into sss awesome good point very good point yeah hey walton is that uh is that everything oh, yeah. for yeah, for the I hopium? Have one more story um for for the hopium uh it's a little bit of a solemn one which may seem strange in the hopium section um i referenced a little bit in my rhyme at the beginning i said welcome back to plum underground taking aback a pleb underground um, we lost a fellow pleb last week, um, and I just wanted to share some messages from the community because this is why it's hopium. You know, the community, the community have rallied around. Let me show you something. Mm -hmm. So here from, from Jedi, uh, he said, "As many of, as many now know, Stasky, our friend, passed away in a car accident. Many have reached out and know she was survived by two kids that are very young adults. I reached out to her." And helped to set up a wallet for those who wanted to help. And then my friend 
both my friends jedi and shinobi uh shinobi then said i'm sure most of you have already seen this but sadly over the last week we lost a player to a deadly car crash the night before her flight to miami didn't know her well but she left beyond two children i i also didn't didn't know her very well um but i, I encountered her in space a couple of times and she seemed like a solid pleb you know and there's many people who've spoken very highly of her um yeah but i i i see the community rally around yeah, my uh, definitely uh, my condolences when I heard about that. Uh, I, I had gone a few times to a few spaces uh, where she was speaking. And uh, if you look through that thread, you'll see that there is a uh, th th there's a Bitcoin address that's provided and everything like that. And um, if I'm not mistaken, her uh, her daughter has also followed uh, a few Bitcoiners. Um, you know that uh, yeah, Shinobi's been, I think, helping out yeah. with some of the technical stuff as well. Exactly. Um, like, you the, know, the, the, so. The, I think this is beauty. I mean, look, look, don't get me wrong. Like it's, you know, it's bittersweet, but at the same time, you know, with, uh, what's the, what's that saying, right? Every heartache, um, and every adversity brings with it, uh, the equal or greater seed, um, of opportunity. And, you know, like quite possibly, you know, like, you know, because the community is helping out, maybe this changes the trajectory of, you know, the, the kid's future to a certain extent or something like that. It, Sadly, like, you know, it's these types of situations, right, where um, we can let these terrible things kind of rule our lives and we create kind of personalities of pain out of them, or, you know, we turn these things into catalysts, right, and make it into something positive that helps us jump to the next, you know, the next point in our lives. So, you know, like my condolences to, uh, to her family. Yeah, and respect to all the all the all the plebs, you know, standing up and contributing in some way or another. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, Walton, it's good that you showed that. It was very good. Appreciate that. Respect, bro. All right, guys, that wraps up the hopium segment on a bit of a somber note. But right now, we're gonna move on over to our BTC Pay Server update. All right, well, sadly, we don't have much to report from BTC Pay Server for this month. It's still the same release as the last one, 193. But I was told, I was told by a quote unquote trusted source internal to BTC Pay Server that there will be a major update in the next two weeks that we are going to be covering in next month's update there's a lot of really cool stuff coming to btc pay server that's pretty and cool that's pretty cool phil i in, in fact at the conference um i resurrected um a btc pay server uh, developer um and um he told me um that, that i i must become a contributor in some some way shape or form um I was I was very much confused by this proposal, uh, but if if you watch uh, a documentary that I think he's putting together, you'll you'll find out more. Yeah, I, apparently there's there's all sorts of ways that non-developers can contribute, and um, wh whether that's kind of in in helping with some of the the language of things, because how people understand software um, um, can can be kind of contributed to by people who, who aren't developers um the the kind of educational process um the the linking from technical people to normies is an important uh, part for bitcoin adoption um and and so some of some of you people out there um who, who aren't developers like myself but maybe have you know some experience in education um or, or you know or and, and want to help you know can contribute in in some way um and see, see what you see what you can do reach out to people people who are developing all sorts of things 
and maybe there's some way that you can you can contribute um yeah because yeah. btc pay server is not a company right they they live and breathe off of donations they are not a corporation even though people think they are because it's such a polished product and i don't want to I don't want to spoil it for everyone, but we may, we're working on getting the creator of BTC Pay Server, Nicholas Dorier, to join us next month on the episode. So fingers crossed that we get Nicholas to uh, to come and join us, and I am hoping that he can explain the, uh, the big You're saying there's story. a bigger rock star? There's a bigger rock star than rock star? I, look, <laughs> I am, I'm not confirming or denying that. But there may be a bigger rock star than Rockstar. Rockstar, don't hate Rockstar me. Rockstar dead. <laughs> but, Shout out. You know what? You know what? Fucking BTC Pacer was sick. It works through WordPress. Awesome shit. Got you say. know why they're sick? Because, yeah. because once again, they remind everyone with, with the update. Phil, just show it for me one more time. Boom, boom, boom. Bugs are to be fixed, not eaten. Fuck you, World Economic Forum. <laughs> Bugs are to be fixed, not eaten. Thank you. That is very well said, very well said. And you know what, Walton? That is the perfect note. We're going to wrap up the show. Guys, that does it for us this week on Pleb Underground Flacco. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank Quake for joining us as well. Guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to check us out on our audio-only platforms. Walton's pointing at the Taco Plebs. That's right. Don't forget to check us out on the audio-only platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. If you want to stream us sats, you can stream us sats through Breeze. We you are best be streaming FM. sats. Thank you. All right, guys. Catch you all next week. Walton? Fuck shit coins. That's right. Fuck shit coins. Catch you guys Dot next com. week. Like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs>